0: Help me welcome Jay Lauren Norris. You know, there's a requirement for leaders to operate with this little thing we call vision. And vision is so important to the leader because in business especially, vision has three primary roles. Now, it does a whole lot of other things. And without a vision, well, the whole thing is a disaster. But vision really has three primary roles. It drives execution it drives operation, and it sets the lid. That's what I want to talk about in this episode of Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and I want you to know that vision isn't um, a single statement most of the time. In fact, it's a it's an imagery-based concept that drives not only emotion, but it drives activity. It drives behavior. I'll give you an example. Imagine you're coming home from work. You pull up to the house. You climb out of the car. Get to the front door. When you open the door, you see your family sitting there on the couch You can smell dinner in the air as they're watching TV. You're ready to pounce on the couch and just enjoy the evening with them. And then you realize, I forgot my phone in the car. And you turn around and run back to the car. You grab your phone. And as you close the door to your car and look back, boom, giant explosion. Your house bursts into flame. Now, you know that the people you care about most on this earth are sitting on that couch in that house. And it's now in a ball of fire. As you run to the front door, a squirrel runs across the sidewalk, yelling at you, don't go inside. Do you let the squirrel stop you? Okay, it's not a squirrel. It's a chihuahua. Does the, does the chihuahua stop you? No, you don't let a chihuahua stop you. How about a, how about a poodle? How about a cocker spaniel, a German shepherd, a pit bull, a Rottweiler? No, if it's a 900-pound grizzly bear and your family is on the other side of that door, you will fight through that grizzly bear to get to your family to get them out of there if there's any hope whatsoever that you can save their lives. Or at least, that's true for me. I would like to think that it's true for most parents, most fathers and mothers that would look at their children and say, I will risk literally life and limb to save them. Now, if you've got a vision like that, here's what you know about a vision like that. A vision like that compels you. A vision like that drives you to do things that are way outside the norm. A vision like that inspires and motivates you to face obstacles from the size of a squirrel to the 900-pound grizzly bear. In this life, as a leader... Especially a leader in business, whether you're an entrepreneur or you lead a business of hundreds, in this life you're going to have obstacles. That's not a question. That's a guarantee. Here's the question, though. What level of resolve will you bring against those obstacles? What will you do to fight back against the things that are going to challenge your business? Maybe it's a competitor with a newer product. Maybe it's a competitor with a better price. Maybe it's a change in the economy altogether, and that thing you've been selling can't be sold anymore. Can you imagine what it would be like to be a family that's made millions, maybe billions of dollars in their family history on coal mines? And with the stroke of an executive order, coal mines are pretty much put out of business. Hundreds of thousands of people lost their jobs, lost their careers. They had to bob and weave. They had to go do something different. But see, it's the vision of the owner of a company like that that says, I have some ideas that can allow our skill set, our tools, our organization to still be valuable, even if the product we're pursuing isn't. It's because the vision drives execution. Well, what does that mean? It means that if you have a solid vision for what your business will look like in the things that it does. You know what the outcome is going to be. You know what the penthouse will be, what the top level of success looks like. You also understand that in order to get to the penthouse, you're going to have to walk through the front door, climb on the elevator, or you're going to be taking a lot of stairs. Meaning, if you don't have a smooth operation in your process, from the ground floor, from the startup, to the top, If you don't have data management, if you don't have the right people in the right chairs, if you don't have the right set of data tracking, then you don't have an elevator to get to the top. You're never going to reach the penthouse that way. But see, it's the vision that drives that. All of the things that you have to execute on between concept and completion are driven by the vision. Every decision about who you hire, every task that is assigned daily, every marketing element, every sales tool, every competitive advantage, every collaboration with a partner, every business you buy out or element of your business that you sell, every one of those executable challenges in your business is driven by the vision. Now, the real problem comes in when you have people in your organization who kind of have their own agenda. They wanna do things their own way. They see it a little bit differently. Let me say that another way. They don't share your vision. And if they don't share your vision for the organization, they're not gonna execute on the things that need to be executed on. They're gonna have their own way of doing things, execution. They're gonna have their own ideas, their own models, their own processes. And that will spell disaster for your organization. You can't lead an organization with hundreds of different visions. You can lead an organization with one. And the vision drives execution.
1: Multiple streams of income are the local business owner's new protection against inflation. If you enjoy sharing health insights and helping others live their healthiest lifestyle possible, you can create wealth for yourself and your family by doing what you love to do every day. Call 469-939-8933. Discover how to incorporate additional financial revenue into your love of health and wellness and the work you're already doing. Using your time wisely and leveraging networks you already work with. Ready to learn more? Join the Wellness Institute's Corolla Bratis, subject of the book, Look Beyond Tomorrow, to help even more people realize their potential and achieve their health goals. Build a side business with products sourced in North America and protect your bottom line. Call 469-939-8933 today. That's 469-939-8933. Call now. The OBBM Network is the premier voice for local business, and we take that responsibility seriously. The OBBM Network has everything you need to grow and transition your business for success on popular syndicated podcast networks, Roku, and other video channels, and the OBBM Network app. We work for
0: you, local business, and we've got your back. Vision also drives operation. Meaning when you break down the daily activities that have to take place, you can look across every department. Now, if you're a startup, maybe every department is you. You're the only one who does sales. You're the only one who does marketing. You're the only one who does follow-up calls. You're the only one that actually delivers the product or the service. You're the only one that actually makes it happen at all. So all operation is on you. If there's an envelope that goes in the mail and it has to have a stamp on it, you better lick it. If there's a customer who has a problem at 2 o'clock in the morning and it needs to be solved, you better solve it. That's what it's like to operate a business at a startup. Let me say it again, though. Every operation is driven by the vision. There's got to be a point somewhere along your journey, even as a startup, even as a solopreneur, that you look back and go, but is that request, is that operational need still within the vision of the organization? And I promise you there will be a point where if you're keeping good records on yourself, if you're keeping a daily journal of what went well, what went wrong, what could I do better, you're going to find that in short order there are things that take up the time in your day that have nothing to do with your business success. Those are activities, requirements, demands, sometimes the tyranny of the urgent. Those things that have to be solved like right now, but they have no contribution whatsoever to your success. John Maxwell and others have called it the Pareto Principle. 80% of the things that you do in the day have no contribution to your success. It may be 20%. 20% of the things you do in the course of a day mean 80% of your success. Now, that distribution doesn't go away when you hire one person, two persons, or 10 people, or 100 people. What you find is that the operational expectations of your organization, getting the mail out on time, paying the bills on time, getting more money in the door on time, delivering the service on time, meeting the follow-up calls for the sale potentials on time, getting all of the deliverables into the hands of the customer so they can have the impact they're supposed to have because if you're not impacting the customer the way the customer expects to be impacted, your business isn't going to last long at all. If you are impacting your customer the way the customer expects to be impacted, then it's according to the vision that you crafted to begin with and the vision that you sold your team and the vision that you sold your employee. But in all of those parts of operation, you're still going to find that 20% of your people are delivering 80% of your results. And 80% of your people are doing 20% of your results. You'll also find it true that 18% of your people are not just not actively engaged in your organization, they're actively engaged in sabotaging it. A poll not too long ago showed that 67% of employees at any organization are not actively engaged in the success of the organization. They're literally just showing up for a paycheck. Well, that's not far off the Pareto principle, right? 80% deliver 20% of the work, 20% deliver eighty percent of the work, but it's all driven by the vision. And here's the truth that you may want to spend a little bit of time on. Your job as the leader is to sell the vision. You've got to sell the vision to the consumer so that they know that when they buy something from you, they're going to get the results they expect. You've got to sell the vision to your investors so they know when they put the money in, the customer is going to get what they want, which means a return on investment and the investor is going to get their money back. You've got to sell your vision. The pinnacle, the penthouse of your successes, of everything clicking the way that it's supposed to, you've got to sell that to your employees. Because if you don't sell that to your employees, your team is going to operate on that, as long as I survive, as long as I show up tomorrow and get a paycheck kind of an attitude, and the operations that are meant to be driven by your vision will be driven into the ground. That's all on you as the leader to develop a vision that's so clear. Now, just think back for a moment. If I were to talk about walking in the front door and your family's in danger, and not paint an emotional picture that you could feel and be a part of, would you have the same level of motivation, enthusiasm, excitement, drive, passion, about the success of getting your family out of that fire alive? If you're selling your vision, so to speak, to the people who are supposed to get the job done, it's real easy for somebody to think, I just do the mail. It's not that big a deal. I I sit in the mail room, I stuff things in envelopes, and it goes out the door. And the greatest concept of vision they have for your organization is an envelope with a letter in it or a certificate in it. And they're not deeply sold out to what happens if your organization doesn't exist. What does it mean for the consumer, your clients, if what you do goes away? See, the better you are at crafting and selling that vision to your team, to your marketing team, to your operational team, the better you will be at driving operations to a high level of efficiency. Now you have gotta have the right people doing the right job. You have gotta have people who are in place who are sold out to the vision, and they're competent at what you need them to do. They're not just showing up to get a paycheck. That's a whole different set of problems. But the more they show up to contribute to the vision, the more likely it is you're going to see great levels of success because your vision drives execution. Your vision drives operation.
2: How long has it been since you've updated your brand or restocked your promotional items? The more often people see your company logos and taglines, the more often your company comes to mind. That top of mind thinking is exactly what grows businesses and generates revenues. So at Big Feet Creations, I've dedicated my time and talent for over 30 years designing and illustrating print and digital products that people love and remember. Now we're adding website design and audio video editing too. Call Big Feet Creations at 469-450-7350. I'm a big guy and I've taken big steps to help you grow big. Big Feet Creations, 469-450-7350. Call today, that's 469-450-7350. Hi, welcome to Heroes in Action. I'm Ray Amanat, founder and creator of this training system. I originally made it so that everyone can train for free. We have programs for kids, for women, families, and businesses. I'm an author, speaker, and educator on everything that has to do with violence and bullying prevention education. If you'd like more information about who we are and what our programs are, please go to our website at heroesinaction.us or give me a call if you have any questions at 727-314-2534. We hope to see you here to train a
1: master teacher on storytelling, and I learned so much. Um, I'm really going to have to sit down and go back through everything, and I think I might have to have some more coffees with Lauren, but uh, it was totally worth my time, and I really highly recommend it if you're looking to grow your ministry, grow your business, uh, grow your career. Uh, Lauren will serve you well. Thank you.
0: Your vision also drives the lid. You've got to set the lid. Now, I'm going to tell you something that you're probably not going to like. There are a lot of leaders who fail to set a lid in their organization because, well, they are the lid. You may have heard the phrase, set the bar really high. And when you set the bar really high, a lot of people will still try to achieve it, which means... They're jumping further than they would have. They're trying harder than they normally would have. But when you set the bar really low, most people don't make an effort to exceed the bar. Your vision, as crafted, as articulated, should set the bar really high. One of the people that I spend time with, follow, invest in is a guy by the name of Pete Vargas. Pete Vargas has a goal for his organization that in the next five years, they will reach one billion speakers to become better communicators. One billion. That's an eighth of the planet. That's a lot of people. They want to change a lot of lives. Now, would you say that's a low bar or a high bar? Well, it's definitely a high bar. We're setting a high standard. When a company says we're going to raise $100 million to get this new innovation off the ground, $100 million is a pretty high bar for most people. For most people, $100 million is more money than they'll ever see in their lives. For some people, the first thought that goes to their head is, well, how much of that $100 million am I ever going to see in my paycheck? And well, the answer is, well, none, because it's not your money. It's money for the company to do the work that needs to be done because we feel like this innovation, this new technology, this service for the world makes a lot of sense and it's going to change things in the world and we want to see that change come about we want to see that investment in society come about well the level of effort that the team is going to put into the execution of the things that you tell them to do the daily operations the showing up stuff in the letter in the in the envelope every day show up stuff another letter show up stuff 10 letters show up stuff 100 letters that daily monotonous task gets burdensome unless they have a vision that's so big that they can look at it and go, I just have a small part in this vision. I just have a small part in these expectations, but I know that my small part is an enormous contribution. I know that my small part is going to make a difference in the world. My small part, it's all I have to do to see the world change. can't remember who it was that said, uh, give me a lever big enough and I can move the world. Well, that lever, when seen through the vision, well-crafted and well-articulated of a good leader that sets the lid so high that everybody in the team is just doing one little part, that lever may be one letter in one envelope that goes to the right person that says... Let me give a million dollars towards your hundred. Are there a hundred millionaires out there? Absolutely. Are there enough people in the world who have enough money to give away a million and not miss it? Absolutely. Are there a hundred of them? Absolutely. Here's the real question, though. Is your vision big enough? Compelling enough? Is the purpose for which you have organized these people together to do the work important enough? that the world around you will come and lay it at your feet and say, here's my money, make it do something great. If your vision is crafted well, if your vision is articulated well, it will drive the execution of your organization. It will drive the operations, the day-to-day grinding work to get things done. And it will set the bar really high. Trust me, as the leader, you are the lid on your organization. No organization will ever rise above the capacity of the leader. If the leader has a level three capacity, the best the business will ever have is a level one or two capacity. If the leader has a level five capacity, maybe the business will be at three or four. But if the leader has a level 10 capacity and they can articulate a vision that blows the roof off of the competition, then you will have a business that operates at a level 10, level 12 They're pushing the barriers on everything. They're challenging the status quo on everything. They're working harder. They're showing up with passion and enthusiasm because they know that what they're doing is a contribution to change the world. They're one more hand on the lever big enough to move the world, and they know that. And that's all about your job as a leader to craft a vision worth following. If the best hope they have is to show up and see that you show up in a new car... You got the newest vet, you got the newest Range Rover, you got the newest Rolls, the newest bends, and everybody sees your beautiful car and your beautiful parking space while they're driving a Yugo. You have not crafted a vision for them to follow. You've set a standard for them to be jealous of. You found a way to re- reward and enrich yourself and not the world. That's not a vision anybody's going to follow. But if you'll take the time to craft and articulate, An excellent vision that drives a position that makes the world better. You will find that your vision drives execution, it drives operation, and it sets a lid that's way higher than where you are right now. And that is something to strive for. Take the time to rewrite your vision. Think of the grizzly bear. Would you let something like that stand in the way of saving your family? Will you let obstacles, like people who want to quit quietly, Stand in the way of your vision for success, not your success, but the change you mean to make in the world. I'm J. Lauren Norris for Leading Leaders. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.